Good morning. Yes, good morning. <laughs> it's not morning where I'm at, though, but apparently it is relatively early. For, well, I don't know. Like, is, is 10 a.m. No, early it's, in Australia? It's <laughs> no, it's actually nearly 12 p.m., so it's afternoon. Oh, wow. But I've only just woke up, so if I sound dead, I apologize. And it'll be all right. So. All right. Well, welcome to another brilliant podcast. Um, 32-Bit Bars, Urban Daniel and Kit Row here. Right, 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 right. Yes. Yes. Yep. I'm I'm Riven Daniel. That is my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh we haven't haven't really done a done an episode since our first one for a couple of weeks and things have been kind of been all over the place uh in my private life, so it's mostly my fault. Well we'll let the blame lie with me. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. She is to blame. Yeah. I am course. innocent. Yeah. So um doing a ton of research on on topics soon to come but uh for today and for for this podcast and the next one uh where we just we're doing we call geek philosophy a random hat topic where uh, we run a bunch of topics that are numbered through a random number generator and whatever one it lands on uh that's what we do and so tonight's topic is well today's topic you know since you're on the other side of the world mr riven um is multiverses and media um whether they could potentially be like the next big thing or just i don't know multiverses in 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 stories in general this is a pretty relaxed casual topic tonight no research required we're just kind of discussing multiverses as they've existed uh what for like i mean they've been around for a while but i i would say probably a lot of what we're going to discuss has been more recent like in the last 15 20 years yeah so if that <laughs> i'd say t- 12 years at max really yeah, probably yeah most of it for sure um mm-hmm. to be fair multiverses uh have been around since i mean oh, the- yeah as far as i'm aware of if we're not talking if we're just i don't know like the last see my my earliest idea of a multiverse is probably just like the comic books like in the 70s and yeah. the 80s um i'm sure that we had them before like there was the the pulp magazines like john um what's the one they made into a movie john john carter i don't know if you could really uh, call that um, a multiverse though because yeah. he went to mars right yeah yeah, you went so, to Mars. Not really a multiverse. So it it might it might be comics. I don't know if there are mm. any other earlier versions of multiverses like actually being called like another dimension or another multi another another universe or something. Um before maybe comic books and stuff. I think multiverses as we understand them now is fairly recent as you yeah. said in probably the last 15 20 years and mainly yeah. confined to comic books i would agree with that yeah for sure i I really don't think it was a thing in books or tv shows or movies before dc started their reboot fetish yeah no no i don't i don't think so um i'm trying to think of any 90s movies or television shows that I watched that had multiverses 
uh, or different dimensions. And uh, can we, are we going to count time travel as multiverse? Like, well, it is part of multiverse because, um, like one of the time travel theories is that it creates alternate timelines and that is a multiverse. Okay. Cause I was thinking, um, that one show from, I want to say like the eighties and nineties, um, Oh my gosh. Uh on them leap. Yeah, yeah, that's actually that's what I was thinking about. Look at you reading my brain, brain pal. Um <laughs> well, it's the only thing I could think of from that time era that was about time travel. Yeah, but I don't know if that would count as multi-dimensional simply because they never established like he was fixing problems in Yeah, I don't think that was really multiverse. The thing no. that comes to mind for me, um, early multiverse in TV shows would have been Star Trek. Or specifically, mm. um, actually, I don't know if they went into it in Next Generational Voyager, but in um, they did. Deep, Space, Deep Space Nine and Enterprise, they had the... Um... There was also the episode in the original okay. Trek where they had a different dimension with Kirk. Like, they all had mustaches and, and Spock. They were, <laughs> they were villains. They were baddies. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. what I was. I was trying to think of what the name of the Earth mm -hmm. Empire was in that multiverse. Yeah, I have no idea, but yes. But, but yeah, the basic story behind that was in their timeline, they killed the Vulcans that made first contact and used their um, technology to take over the the um, galaxy. Yeah. It's it's been a while since I I don't know if I saw that episode of Deep Space Nine or not, but uh, so Star Trek. There's actually a couple where they go back and forth. Yeah, so so Star Trek, um, the original for sure, um, comic mm -hmm. books. Um, gosh, see, I just read a bunch about pulp fiction novels and how they were the predecessors to comics as we know them, and. Mm. Of the ones that I can remember from that that book that I've been reading for my research, um, I can't think of a single one that talks about multiple universes except for yeah. maybe John Connor. Um, and I, like I said, I don't John think that Connor. counts because it's yeah, John Connor. Sorry, <laughs> um, and that doesn't John really. John Connor's a very different thing. <laughs> yeah, and it it you could maybe kind of count it, but not really because he just goes to a different planet. And they had they yeah. had space space travel was big. Um, in the um, I don't know, I don't know that it was. I guess it was kind of big, like in the Victorian and Edwardian period. Um, and then it got even yeah. bigger as we actually had people travel, you know, to space uh, after the you know, the moonwalk and everything, like space yeah, yeah, yeah. race and stuff. So I don't, but I don't. I, th I think for yeah. multiverse to be considered multiverse, there has to be that um, direct travel between different timelines. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that if it's, for me, me personally, I think if it's a time travel thing, like it has to fundamentally like create a different timeline um yeah. an alter it has to create an alternate universe like for me personally i don't yeah. know that everyone would define it that way but i think for me specifically um if it doesn't create an alternate timeline i don't really consider it a multiple multiverse or multiple mm -hmm. universes so um the one honestly the one that i think of the most is just like flashpoint and um yeah yeah just the flash and dc comics and and the multiverses um mm -hmm. 
I don't know if that was really what you would call the first iteration of it, but it is the most prominent one in my mind. I would say it's the most prominent, but it's definitely not the first. No. No, I just don't have enough knowledge of, of Silver and Bronze Age comics to really say one way or the other. Um, uh, to my knowledge, I think the first one would have been the original Crisis on Infinite Earths, yeah. which predates yeah. Flashpoint by about 15 years, I think. That's true. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure if it came before or after, because I think... Because that's 80s, right? That's when DC was like, oh, we're going to reboot everything. Because so. everything is garbage and <laughs> nothing is yeah, working. I think, <laughs> I, think it, I think it was late 80s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't remember the specifics, but I'm pretty sure that's, that's considered I think that Bronze was Age. When they, I think that was when they explicitly stated that all the side stories and that that never had a place canon-wise were actually their own little universe. And that they could be accessed. Yeah, they they basically mm. just refreshed, rebooted everything, which, mm. uh it's just it's it's happened more. I think once they started in the eighties, then they did it again with New Fifty Two, right? So that's oh, uh, they yeah, they've done it multiple times because <laughs> everything got convoluted and mixed up again. I don't know how many times DC or even Marvel has done it, but it just seems to be. Marvel um, has only done it once, to yeah. my knowledge, and even then it wasn't really a complete reboot, it was just mm -hmm. sort of a a refresh. Gotcha. Where it okay. was still sort of the same history, but they just sort of modernized the details a bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Alright, so historically speaking, multiverses, even if you go back like 50 years, they're still a relatively new thing. They're mm -hmm. They're not something that in media, um, at least, yes, they are a very yeah. new thing. And I've got to say, honestly, I'm I'm surprised that it's only really been a recent thing that writers and creators have started using, like in, in video games and in books, in in media like television and and movies, um, mm -hmm. because uh, it just allows for so much more creative freedom for for the writer if they want to involve. Um, like for crossovers, for instance, especially in comics, yes. um, it allows Marvel and DC, which they haven't done for a very long time, um, <laughs> but it, it it allows uh, for, for you to say, oh, well, you know, they can do X, Y, and Z because these rules apply in their universe, but they don't apply mm. here. So um, it allows for you to, to you do universe rule breaking um, by just... They're just saying, well, that that's how it works over there. It doesn't work that way here, but yeah. they're here, and they've got, and it's yeah, so they can do that here, <laughs> even though that's not a thing here. Um, <laughs> yeah, and 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 I'm wondering. I have a theory, so I'm 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 wondering if the reason it's becoming so prevalent to see multiverse. Um, I mean, you could easily say, well, it's because Marvel and Disney and Disney has made Marvel a big thing and comics and multiverses have always been a thing. But I've noticed it like in other stories, too. Um, I'm wondering if it's because writers and creators are now writing in different, uh, more prominently, like they're delving into things are, are multi-story and multi-series. Um, and they want those characters to interact, maybe, and it's it's easier mm. for them to do that when um, they can just say, "Oh, well." I, I know for me personally, 
which is probably where this theory is coming from. Um, I like the idea of being able to say, well, these are two separate universes and the rules are kind of similar in, in these two different universes that I'm writing in for, for my own personal work. Um, mm -hmm. But they're still separate um, and they can yeah. interact, but they're separate. So I'm just, I'd be really curious to see if that's a thing that starts popping up more with other writers where they, or creators or IP generators or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> well, I, I know of one writer at least, um, Jeremy Robertson. One yeah. of, he's become one of my favourite authors at the moment because he's he um he's become the 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 creator of the first quote unquote American kaiju. Oh, okay. Called, um, Nemesis, and in his the last book of his um, big Nemesis series, yes, in the last <laughs> book of his Nemesis series, he did a whole big crossover where he got characters from a bunch of his other books and brought them in to the last book for the big final battle against the big bads. Yeah, and yeah, and I thought it was really good the way he did it. It was sort of like um, bringing the Avengers together for for a big event. But uh, to my knowledge, that's the only um, author I can think of that's done multiverse. And then join them together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not just a shared universe, but a multiverse event. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm wondering if it's, you could easily say it's, it's, it's a, it's a trend that could, could become a thing because because of Marvel, and they've established mm -hmm. like the next stage of their um, I say Marvel, universe. but I mean Disney, but yeah, uh, cinematic yeah. universe. Um, the, the next stage is multiverses. Um, yes, yeah, they're they're they've gone, they've rolled pretty hard into that, um, which is which is cool. Yeah, um, I honestly think it's the natural progression for the um, for the universe. Yeah. I'm just uh media has an impact on other media. Um mm -hmm. and I'm wondering if we're going to see more things in television and media that have multiverses in the same way that 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 Flash has established that mm -hmm. because I I know it can be more difficult depending on how it's handled. Um but I think it allows for a lot more more freedom of of doing things um because if you have a universe where you've already established oh. x y and z rules yeah you don't have a character from a different one who's like well i don't fit into these rules because i'm not from this universe um mm -hmm. so i don't know I, I just remembered a huge um series that was multiverse yeah Clyders. Oh yeah, you're right. The like they whole, literally traveled. <laughs> travel through alternate universes. How did we forget that one? I feel like such an idiot. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's, it just popped into my head. I think Jesus. <laughs> that one was definitely early nineties, right? Yeah, mid mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. the one guy that was on Sliders was also in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. He played Brody, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And Gimli. Yeah. Yeah, I love John him Reese so much. Davies. I love him so much. Um, <laughs> how did I forget Sliders? I feel like an idiot. Um, yeah. 
they really need part of my childhood. <laughs> they need <laughs> they need to reboot sliders. Let's let's be fair. They really need there to was reboot talks sliders. about it. Yeah, there were talks about it. Yeah, hmm. I think it would be great for the modern age. Okay, yeah, especially with the way the technology is now. Okay, so so sliders. So it's just been sporadic historically speaking. The multiverse trend. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's not been. It's not been something that we've seen a lot of until recently. And again, it's mostly been Marvel. And then you had um, the WB's um, Flash. Because, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, multiverses are pretty much synonymous with Flash at this point. I think they have been yeah. since Flashpoint. You're not you're not getting rid of multiverses in, in the Flash storylines and, and pretty much any. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a really good example. Like, in the Flash, um, it allowed for them to bring... Um, like the original, the, the actor who played the Flash um, yeah, in the yeah. in the '90s cartoon, or, yeah. or not cartoon, um, television series uh, that I watched as yeah. a very as a young lady. <laughs> it was very who young. also played yes. Flash's father in the Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it allowed for them to have that that actor. Um, oh, Buffy. Buffy's a very good example where multiverses exist. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a brief stint. Um, and, and in fact, the new comic you said you found out that it's it's from the multiverse yes. uh, universe in... without well, no shrimp, where there's no shrimp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, I, I just find hilarious that they added that little detail. Yeah. yeah. No bearing whatsoever on the story, but it was just such a great little throwback to the TV series. Well, I love it because it establishes, like, here's the thing. Um, you and I have talked about this with reboots before. Um, we have mixed mm-hmm. feelings about reboots. They can be done really, really well, or they can be done bad. Um, mm-hmm. For me, a good example of a, of a, of a reboot gone right um, is the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. I think that so, they absolutely have captured the spirit of TMNT without, um, I don't know, going in too hard or too dark or anything. Yes. Uh, and then you have ones that are really bad, like, like the new Ghostbusters, not not the newer trailers that are coming out, but the, uh, the movie they released. Also. Yeah, which I was totally down for, but the, the acting and the dialogue and the the graphics were just terrible, in my opinion. Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, with 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 something like Buffy, I feel like you don't even have to do a reboot so much as you could say, "Well, this is just a different universe." See, and that's yeah. a really great alternative um, to to reboots it, it doesn't erase the canon um mm-hmm. of the established story it allows for you to actually reboot a franchise while at the same time being able to interact with the original franchise if you want to have a little bit of fun you know um yeah so I, I like that idea i feel like multiverses if done right could really be the next big thing if if media companies <laughs> it's not going to satisfy everyone but i feel like there's a lot of people out there like me um who who just don't like reboots because it it does something fundamentally wrong to the original source material because it just like oh well this mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore they don't say that but that's the that's the implication whereas with a yes. multiverse you have the freedom to say oh no 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 this is still here this is just a different universe uh mm-hmm. so so it's okay put down your pitchforks <laughs> it's fine <laughs> you know um yeah i i think i think i think multiverse is if they're not going to be like a huge thing, like it, it needs to be, um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Thoughts. Um, Tag you're it. 
shit, I've just gone blank. Uh, <laughs> um, I had a thought in my head and then it's just completely zipped out. That's okay, you're still waking up. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, 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 uh, <laughs> um, yeah, my, my problem with oh, Alice in Wonderland and Wizard of Oz. Those are multiverses, technically. Okay. Right. So there's two. Yeah, I'm here. I'm no, here. I said, are they? Oh, oh, oh. How, I thought you said... <laughs> how, are they, how are they multiverses? Well, uh, assuming that you believe Alice isn't crazy, um, Wonderland is a oh, different universe. Yeah. And yeah, assuming, yeah. assuming that you don't believe yep, yep, in yep, Dorothy... Yep. Yeah, with Oz is a different universe. So, yeah, those are two. So, I, so yeah, my so brain's those are not two. completely dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I have to explain this. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, like I said, my brain's partly dead. <laughs> oh, okay. No, not not nearly dead. Only only partially dead. There's a Monty Python joke in there somewhere, and I can't remember at the moment. Yes. So, <laughs> um. Are you yeah, nearly headless. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a Harry, Harry Potter, Potter joke. Yeah, it's okay. It's good enough. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, moving on. Uh, so Marvel's gonna have like a really huge impact, I think. On uh, mm -hmm. well, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is gonna have a huge impact on multiverses. But you know, if 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 Warner Brothers, um, they're such a mess we're not going to get into that but if they decide that they wanted oh. to like quote-unquote reboot their cinematic universe like they they could they could buy into that whole well i don't say well, buy and that's a really terrible way of phrasing it but you know multiverse is an option so i think they've said the flash movie is going to be a reboot event yeah but i don't think that necessarily means it's going to create a whole new shared universe. Oh. oh wait, are they yeah, going to do Flashpoint? Because I'm not up to date on that. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. The, the DC universe, cinematic universe, is just an absolute mess. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's... We're, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> that, nah. is, that is a whole oh, other topic. Yeah. Huh? Shit. When we do a topic on shared universes, yes, we yes. should absolutely get, in, get into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the WAB is a whole mess with that. Although, um, since we're already off topic, I am looking forward to seeing Robert Patterson's version of Batman. Um, oh, I am sort so. of looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, but mm. um, yeah, I'm trying to think. See, we've got Flash, we've got Marvel. Um, Warner Brothers is a mess. Um, and you said that the only book series you can think of at the moment is that one that you're currently reading with the kaiju, uh, where he's got mm -hmm. a multiverse. I, yeah. I mean, like I'm, I'm working on something, but I'm, you know, nothing. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> so, but um, I'm working on a multiverse as well. Several multiverses, actually. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Buffy is definitely one I would like to see, which we, we kind of talked about in the first episode. Um, 
I, I really would like to see um, them do a multiverse with that because it's already established canon that there's multiple universes in Buffy. Um, like mm -hmm. Angel really solidified that with um, with uh, Lorne yes. and like the whole universe that he came from, and and Anya mm -hmm. confirmed it in Buffy. Um, yep. And then so there's sliders and flash um star trek de dealt with multiverses but mm -hmm. i don't know are there any other shows that you would like to see um deal with multiverses uh, more maybe star wars oh so true oh yeah i don't even have to think about that one yeah star because wars. like there's a lot of people of course who were upset when they got rid of the original novel mm -hmm. universe i, I don't Which know what that's now means. called the legends timeline yeah oh wait star trek the newer star trek movies also dealt with which i'm not a fan of we're not going to get into that <laughs> but, yes star trek that's a whole other tangent um, but yeah in season two went heavy on the um multiverse yeah the the other universe where everything was flipped upside down basically yeah yeah i me so <laughs> and i haven't watched um apparently season three is a lot more star trek okay as star trek fans know it and expect. really yeah mm. i've heard good things i just haven't gotten around to watching it yet yeah i and then there okay. is sorry there, there's also a new Star Trek series coming out. I can't think of what they're calling it, but um, it's a live action and it's supposed to be very, this like traditional Star Trek. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm behind on. They've my also story. got an animate. They've also got an animated series coming out. Oh, called it... Prodigy, I think. Huh. I am. And, uh, yeah. I'm behind on my. <laughs> I must. I'm actually I, for a while, especially as a teenager, I was a huge Trek fan, and I have not been giving my. <sighs> former former ip as much love as i probably should so i really another, should another series that's got a multiverse to it mm. is um stargate stargate Very... has dealt with um multiverses yeah. a couple of times okay but alternate timelines i got up to season five on stargate <laughs> in a rewatch and well, uh those alternate a couple of those alternate Timeline stories were well before season five, so you're good. I'm a oh wait, do we what about Groundhog Day episodes? Do those count as multiverses since they cease to mm. exist? <laughs> no, I wouldn't count those. <laughs> yeah, no. maybe like I, minis. I think it'd be too I think it'd be too cheap to count those ones. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think they still fall into the oh, okay, well this builds on on the multiverse. Um mm idea but definitely not i wouldn't call them multiverse per se no but they're definitely a part mm. of the family um so star wars i'm trying to think what star wars star wars could really get messy with the multiverses um the, I, I know you haven't seen it yet but there's a episode towards the end of um star wars rebels where yeah. they explain that there is actually a multiverse Hmm. Okay. So they at least um, confirm the existence. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. I won't go into detail because I know you haven't seen it yet, and I don't want to spoil it. But, <laughs> yeah. But it's, no. it's actually interesting the way they introduce the concept of it. 
Okay. Mm. Yeah, I I really should. The reason I don't watch the animated um, Star Wars shows is because uh, usually the animation is just a little too off for me. But uh, I I know that I have to. I really need to watch them because uh, the stories uh, and the no, characterization you, you and really need is really to watch good. the final the final season of um, Clone Wars and all of Rebels. Yeah, that's what you need to watch. Yeah, no, I I definitely will. Um, it's on my mm. list. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like we're lackluster on this topic tonight, but that's kind of the nature of geek philosophy, I suppose. It's it's just random. We we pick it, we talk about it, we see where it goes. Um, I I knew tonight's podcast wasn't gonna be super long, but I feel like we should talk about it at least a little bit longer. But I can't. Yes. So st- okay, so y- universes you want to see uh embrace multiverse a little bit so so star wars i mean what would that look like to you you think well a multiverse would include a timeline that doesn't have the sequel trilogy Mm, okay for just the fact that it sucks (laughs) maybe like what what about like a multiverse wherein a universe wherein vader did not choose the sith well yeah i was um Mentioned, I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. Like, I'd love mm. to see him do a series similar to Vit to their um, Marvel What If series, but do it with Star Wars instead and show these alternate universes where things played out differently. Like, maybe Obi Wan was the one that fell to the dark side. Maybe Qui Gon just left the Jedi Order and trained Anakin without them. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. I would really Maybe like Qui-Gon to see that. And, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan failed to get to Naboo and save the Queen. So, yeah, it's just things like that. I'd love to see them delve into that idea. Yeah. And to the best of my knowledge, it's not something that either, um, even Dark Horse did in the past, like with their comic series. No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, oh wait! They, yes, they did. They oh, okay. Um, the, they had a, I think it was like a free part mini series that had different what if scenarios where like one was. Um, but you want to see it of, animated? Yeah, I'd like to see it animated, personally. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to comics either. But like at the end of the the third part of the series there was around the what if scenario was Darth Vader didn't die and was turned to the light side mm-hmm. and he was going to join but um the, the emperor ended up escaping so he ends up joining the rebels oh. and hunting the emperor down and, interesting yeah. oh, i need Everything. to i need to tra- <laughs> i need i need to track this comic down and read it oh my gosh <laughs> that's so unfortunately so that's where the Unfortunately, that's where the comic ends. It doesn't. That's go okay. To, yeah. Maybe they should, though. That would be a really yeah. good idea to like take that story and really run with it. For I would, I would yeah, love exactly. to just oof, just and the idea think, of it. Since I think the end of the first part was um, Leia turns to the dark side. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, there's a there's a whole bunch of what if scenarios that would be so great to explore in 
um, Star Wars and make a multi yeah. multiverse of. Like they yeah. don't have to have characters from the different multiverses interacting, but yeah. yeah, it would just be fun to see those different things. Yeah. No, that's yeah. No, that one you mentioned I would really I would like mm. I would love to see that um that done. Um or even like so we had talked about this with the with the Buffy um one a little bit. Uh one of one of the biggest issues and I recently listened to um Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. You he was mm-hmm. Lex Luthor in um in Smallville. And the Flash and the Justice League animated series. Yeah, probably one of honestly like He's my favorite live action Lex Luthor, got to be honest. Um like not a huge fan of Smallville the 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 show um or that version mm-hmm. of Superman or although they did have Booster Gold for like 5 minutes and that was that was great. <laughs> I love I love the obscure comic book heroes, but that's that's another topic. Anyway, so um Rosenbaum has a podcast now if you're not aware. Um and I, I Yeah, it's called Inside You or something, and he interviews celebrities and and stuff, um, which is not really my cup of tea. Uh, I don't, I don't generally, I'm not going to listen to a weekly podcast about um, uh, talking to to, to people of interest. Like, I've got nothing against it, but it's not my thing. Anyway, um, he, I I listened to both his podcasts where he talked to James Marsters, who played Spike on Buffy, and Mm -hmm. um, Charisma Carpenter, who played, uh cordelia cordelia thank you uh and the 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 james marsters one he's done twice and one of the topics that come up is uh you know if they asked you back for buffy would you do it and james's response has been like i would love to but you know um spike's a vampire and uh he doesn't age and um I'm I'm older. I do. And, yeah, I do. And um Rosenbaum pointed out there's a lot of things they can do with uh effects now to make um, yeah, yeah. actors look younger or to have like a um and I guess a, a, I mean look what they did with Carrie Fisher and stuff. You know, it's not it's yes, not a hundred percent, but it's acceptable to most audiences for sure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. um and one of my points was like, well if you have if you have a multiverse, he could just play himself without any editing because it could just be like, well, you know, I, I got I got I got the cure or whatever, and now me and Buffy are together or, or whatever, you know, like I became or human. In, or in that universe he got turned into a vampire at a later age. Yeah, that's even. <laughs> well, I'm saying if it's the original spike, there's a number yeah. of reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a number, yeah. like the one that we know, um, with all that yeah, history, yeah. like visiting the current rebooted universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could, you. yeah. So, you, oh, he got Shanshu. Like they discovered Shanshu was actually a thing. It wasn't bullshit, and and he got Shanshu. He got his reward or or whatever. You know, they could they could make something up. It doesn't matter. Like multiverse, <laughs> multiverse, multiverse just allows for that possibility for you it to does. be able to do those things. Um, and I and I like that. And mm. uh yeah, multiverse over reboots. That's that's my stance. <laughs> exactly. Explore um, different stories. Don't retread the old. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Don't make fun of the old in the process. Because that's my biggest problem with a lot of reboots like the Ghostbusters reboot. Mm. It wasn't done in a respectful manner. It was done solely to poke fun at the old stuff 
it's yeah. like that with the Starsky and Hutch movie that came out a few years ago. Yeah. It wasn't like the TV series. It just existed to poke fun at the TV series. Yeah. Yeah. So those I are the kind you. of reboots I hate that don't have any respect for the source material. And I'm not saying that they have to do things 100% like they were back then, but they have to respect where it came from. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Um I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't mind camp, but I don't know specifically what you're talking about um, with, with making fun of something. I think my biggest beef with... Well, I, I just I'm well, I, I don't this. have a problem with them making fun of something, but I have a problem with it being the whole the whole thing. Like, that's like the whole it's just the whole thing the is movie. a joke. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think that works if the source material was just so inconsequential it doesn't matter. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I I can't think of an example like offhand, but I know there is one. It's very prominent, and I can't I can't think of it like particularly right now. But um, yeah, I don't know. Multiverses over reboots. That's that's my stance. Yes. But um, I'm trying to think if there's a show or a series where I'm like, yes, I would like to see them delve into multiverses and um. Um, oh, actually, there is one really big animated show right now that's dealing with multiverses. Like, that is one of the biggest points of the show, and that's um, Centaur World, the Netflix animated show. Oh. And the whole thing is there's there's two different universes, and um, one universe is fundamentally changing the main character, Horse, in, from, from being who she was, and, and it's giving her magic. And so I think that's another more recent sign, other than the Flash. Um, um. And hmm? I was just going to say there is uh, another okay. animated series that I slipped my mind before. Um, yeah. Castlevania has, oh, um, I, treads I, into that realm as well. It pains me to admit that I actually haven't watched the Netflix one, but um... it, you are going to. <laughs> yes, I know. No, I know. I know. I it's the one dirty animated thing that I've missed as of late. Oh gosh. And it's been out for a couple uh, of years now, so I really have no excuse, but whatever. <laughs> Voltron Voltron also traded in that territory as well. Oh, yeah, I guess technically. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't they, finish. They went to that universe where the Alterans were the mm. bad guys and had taken over the universe. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's at least two but three animated shows. Yeah, there's, there's also anime. Could you tread into that realm? Also, we're completely ignoring isekai genre, which has existed since yes. the '90s. Like one of the more famous isekai um, is uh, well, there's that one, but there's also um, oh, Fushigi Yogi. Oh, oh Fushigi, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a really big one um, in the mid '90s. Um, Oh, uh, no, Inuyasha is not really multiverse. It's time yeah, it is. Well, they still count it as an isekai, so you could yeah. still... I, eh, I, I would I would count it. It's the same timeline, but it's hard because it's so far in the past, you know, and, and they have yeah. magic and stuff. It's so fundamentally different from Kagome's present day, where she comes yeah. from. It, you could... I would say it's an honorary multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tenchi's um, part of a multiverse. Yeah, big time. 
because they have um, other shows that are connected to it but are in separate universes. So I wonder if you could argue that comics impacted um, manga, perhaps. I know that we had manga around the same time that comics were a thing, so I, and they're different but the same. Mm. So I wonder, was there isekai before there was there was um, multiverses in, in comics? Because then the question becomes... Did manga get isekai from? What was it? There's no way to know even really. You have to. I'd have to do some serious research to find I out. I honestly think if anything impacted um, manga or anime as far as isekai is concerned, it would probably have been Western books when it comes to fantasy. Like, I don't. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. oh gosh, we're completely ignoring the sword and sorcery genre of, yeah. of books in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, Gary, I remember telling me about, no, there's, oh, oh, there's a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. That's, um, uh, that's, <laughs> um, gosh, why am I, that's, that's technically like a, an isekai. It's, um, uh... yeah. Darn it, that author's name. <laughs> It's horrible. There was, the, there was the the Warriors of Virtue um, movie. Oh, remember the, the remember the King Arthur football team like uh, cartoon series no. in the nineties? I can't remember the name of it. Um, uh, we didn't get that one. <laughs> I'll have to send you information on it. I don't remember the name of it offhand, but it was this um, animated show here in the U.S. where it was they were called the Knights of um, this football okay. team. And something happened, and they got transported to like King Arthur's time, I guess, and they became the Knights yeah. of the Round Table, and they were a football team. <laughs> um, so I, I just thought of two more old cartoons. There yeah. was the, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon series, yes, yes, which that's... was a bunch of kids ending up in the D and D world. Yeah, and there was um, hundred percent. I can't believe I forgot that one. Oh shit! What was the other one I was just thinking of? Um. Hmm. He <laughs> blanked. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was still though trying to think of of things that are out right now that I oh, would like to the, see. Oh. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> the 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 Nintendo series with the guy that ended up being sucked sucked into his Nintendo and he ends up being the game master. I think that's what they called him, and he had the zapper as his primary weapon. Oh, I don't remember that one. Captain N. That's it. Captain N. Okay. Did not yeah. know about that one. Over here, it was just called Game Boy. Because I think it was around the same time that Game Boy came out. Chrono Trigger? I know it's time travel, so it's in the multiverse, like, nearby, yeah. but... Adjacent. Adjacent, multiverse yeah. Adjacent. Multiverse yeah. adjacent. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. I Chrono Trigger, because... Man, I remember playing that game and that came out of left field for me. Um, mm. What else? Um, modern day, though. Uh, so I just, I wonder if there's there's a pattern, though. Because, like, there's... Isekai has been a big thing since the mid-90s. Like, it, it was mostly a girl genre. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of the stuff was um, uh, made for girls. Mm -hmm. And, uh, sorry. <laughs> there was a noise. Um, like Fushigi Yogi, uh, I believe Ray Earth was also a um, 
for girls. Yeah, um, it was. Um, and I can't think of a lot of other isekai, but uh, I'd watched a YouTube video, I want to say, a couple months ago, where it was it was pretty well established. Um, I should probably link it when I post the uh, YouTube um, video of this, um, the stream, uh, where she talks about how isekai as a genre really started with uh, four girl stuff. Um, so... Anyway, it's kind of inconsequential, but uh, yeah, I'm just wondering how much isekai was impacted by comics in the 80s. Um, and then isekai itself as a genre has become so popular, I wonder how much it's impacted other media that we just really have. Could, have. could have easily been a thing that impact, impacted those things. Yeah, Labyrinth is also technically a multiverse mm. story. Um, yeah. Hmm. Now I'm really curious how much of this stuff has impacted one another uh, mm. to make multiverse stories more and more, um, more and more popular. And I'm just really, I'm really curious to see what Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, going into this multiverse genre, um, does for do a bit. Yeah, future stories, not not even in Marvel, just in other media, like in in novels, because it's it's ridiculous to think that oh well they're not really going to have any impact, but they do. Like other media oh, yeah. impacts other media, so I'm just wondering how many books and 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 TV shows and and even comic books, um, online comics, uh, like on webtoons and stuff, we're going to see where uh, the multiverse um, is really utilized uh, as a mm -hmm. main story element because we're already seeing it like with with like centaur world it's a big part of that story and they really go full hoss with this is how different these two worlds are and and it's impacting one and the other so yeah very very curious to see but star wars is definitely a good universe um mm. to really see the see uh multiverse um impact so that's yours. I I'm trying to think. For me, I think mostly it's just Buffy. Um, but if if hmm, something I've, I'm into uh, here recently. Oh, Owl House. Owl House is another cartoon series oh, yeah. that has multiverses. Wow. How did we think of that one? First? I know, right? What's wrong with us? It's such a good show. Like yeah. listeners, seriously, if you have not watched Owl House and you love animated shows, um, check it out. Yeah, highly recommend it to anyone who loves... Stop listening to us and go watch it now. <laughs> yeah, <Seriously>. absolutely. <laughs> we'll tell people to quit listening to us. Um, yeah, if you like... Uh, if you liked... Um, oh, oh no, was, was it... The the one with the, the two kids uh, and had and had Bill the Pyramid. What's the name of that damn show? What? Names. Names elude me every time. It is my worst trait. Kids that help build the pyramids. What? No, 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 no. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was had the Mystery Shack and, um... Oh, Gravity Falls. Yes. If you liked Gravity Falls, you will probably love Owl House. It has the same kind of feel. So, uh, I uh, highly recommend both of those. Um, I think Gravity Falls also dealt with multiverse a little bit, but they didn't really dig into it. In Owl House, she goes to a different world. So, so Rick and Morty heavily deals with yes! uh, multiverse oh as well. Oh my gosh! How did we forget about Rick and Morty? Oh, I, I know. Oh, what's wrong with us? Like, Rick and Morty is big, <laughs> big, big, big on multiverses. Uh, it's not a show that I'm into that I can watch. Um, 
Oh, thank you, Thorn. So we just had someone post in the uh, chat. Uh, Thorn Star says, "Was listening uh, to you guys with my mom just now, and I have to say that multiverse storylines are absolutely my jam." Yeah, me too. Like, extremely fun. <laughs> like uh, sliders. Like I was saying, sliders was pretty much multiverse, one hundred percent. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, I'm not going to assume that you are. It's it's an older show. I was very very young when it came out. It was a blip in my existence. Um, if Riven hadn't brought it up, I wouldn't remember. It, I but, uh, watched it every week. Yeah, you know what it 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 may have aired here, and then Australia probably got it later. Oh yeah, absolutely. But but I, it, I, was, I was still very young when it came out. Like, yeah, I think I was like nine or something. Yeah, if um. Check Okay, uh, Thorn Star says so much so that my own webcomic is built around time travel and alternate universe shenanigans. That's so awesome. You should 100%. Oh God, I was, I was huh? spot on. I was nine years old when Sliders came out. In Australia? I think it came out pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. You should you should 100% link your, uh, your webcomic. I would love to check it out. Yeah. For sure. I love webcomics. Um, yeah, if, uh, if you love multi-first stuff, I think, I think Sliders was only, it is an, is it an older 90s show? So there is that to consider. Um, I'm not sure what streaming service it's on. I think it was only out for like two or three seasons. It got canceled. Five seasons. Five Pretty, seasons. Oh, was it five? Yeah. So yep. I, th it's been a while since I've read up on it, but I think the last season people were like, eh, they didn't like it as much. Um, but it's it's good. It's really good. Like for the for, uh, all, for the all episodes of Sliders is available on the free version of Peacock TV. Okay, that's cool. You can also get it on iTunes, and season one is on Hulu. Oh, awesome! Okay, I may mm. have to check that out on Hulu. Okay, cool. They see sent us a link. I will absolutely check that out after the stream is over. Mm. I uh. I love me some web comics. I do, hundred percent. Nice, very cool. Web comicing is hard work. Um, gentle reminder to those listening to this podcast after the fact: uh, we record this live on Twitch, and if you'd like to join us over there, if you're listening to this later on YouTube or on Red Circle or wherever you get your podcasts, um, it's twitch.tv forward slash kit underscore row. K-I-T-R-O-E. Um, anyway, uh, I still have not thought of a uh, something I'm watching recently where I'm just like, yes, this would be made infinitely better if there were multiverses. <laughs> like, Star Wars, I think Buffy uh, already has that, so it doesn't, doesn't need it. Um, I mean, like, maybe Sailor Moon? <laughs> Also, if you hear a cat in the background, that is that is my boy, and he's very noisy tonight, and I apologize. So, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Sailor Moon was like multi-planet, but there wasn't multi-universes, so I would like to see Not a that Sailor Moon. No, but I would love to see a, a Sailor Moon universe where, like, the, the girls actually got together with the generals. <laughs> <laughs> um or for instance like naoko's original idea was to have sailor mercury uh as an android that died like in the first i guess what you would call a season of the manga or something um so that that would be kind of interesting to to see i guess wow. <laughs> in a different in a different universe yeah can you imagine sailor mercury as an android 
not a person? No, I can't <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> That's very weird. It, I, I thought so too um, when I when I originally read that. So, so Sailor Moon probably would be a good one to see a, I think a multiverse in since it's got space and planets and everything else. And, uh, hmm. Have a crossover event where it's just a team of Sailor Moons. The Dragon Oh Dragon Ball Z has multiverses. Yes, it does. Shit. I forgot about that one too. So Dragon Ball Z. Like and that's only a recent development, isn't it? Like in the last two, three years. I think Five? it may have been longer because I think Dragon Ball Super the manga has been going on for a bit longer, so the I think the multiverse has been around for at least ten or fifteen years. So see, that's an example of a an anime specifically a very popular one that a lot of people know about even if you don't watch it you're aware of the narrative and the story because it impacts mm -hmm. media so much that has yes. only just recently like in the last five to eight years introduced a multiverse storyline a really big one too recently so yeah. that's even more evidence that yes multiverses are definitely on the rise and they're not going away anytime soon as a major driving story point so mm -hmm. So there's well, the reason it just allows for so much freedom. It does. Yeah, I agree. Um, it allows you to mess with things, introduce new characters, introduce new abilities. Like if you're a writer and new concepts. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a writer and you've established in your your universe that like you know, um, gosh, uh, be, being a mutant. Like Marvel's a really good example of this. Like being a mutant comes from like genetic stuff, but in another universe, say it comes from like um, a disease or something, hmm. you know. And and you you want if you've established these hard rules, you can't you can't really you can't really change them without backpedaling a bit. So, but, um, but having just, characters from other universes allows for you to do that because their origins are different, and then that way they can still interact. So. Hmm. Uh, uh, talking about Marvel specifically, I think in the Ultimate Universe 16, I can't remember what they call that universe, but um, yeah. I think rather than mutants being a genetic evolution, it was actually a World War II experiment, I think. In Marvel? Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, in I... the Ultimate Universe, I don't think they evolved. It was an evolution. It was something that had to do with World War II. Okay. Well, yeah. I do I do know. I think it's been that long since I've read the <laughs> Ultimate Universe comics, but that's just sticking out in my head. May, may or may not be an interesting bit of information, but yeah. I do know that um, when, when comics... Yeah, don't quote me, I'm often wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know that when comics were first becoming a thing, um, like really amping up, uh, origin stories were changing all the time, and the popularity of different ones, like from mystics or from... You know, one of the bigger ones, especially when, um, with the atomic bomb and everything, became like the radiation and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, I think that was more of a, a silver age thing. Yeah, I think it could have been golden age. I I have a bad habit of getting my silver and bronze age <laughs> heroes mixed up. So, um, yeah. See, and that's another really cool thing. You can have past heroes whose origin stories have been changed, like especially as a writer. Um, when you first create a character, like Sailor, Ven Sailor Venus from Sailor Moon is a good example of this. When, she, when Naoko mm -hmm. first created the, the Sailor character um, with Venus, um, she was just a crime fighter. 
Um, and there yeah. was like some magic involved, but it was just a conceptual idea at that time that she was putting into mm -hmm. a manga. And it didn't really become a fully formed idea until she wrote um, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Yeah. And, and manga is a really good example of that idea kind of progressing and you're figuring it out as you go along, especially, especially before like more recent years now, but like manga artists, I don't know how true it is now as it was like in the nineties and the, in the, in the two thousands, um, I imagine it's still pretty true. They're under a heavy deadline and they have to produce stuff very, okay. very quickly. So yes, like that's still just as true today as it was back then. Okay. In the... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So the reason that manga's storylines are so messy sometimes and there's plot holes is because it's just they have to produce this content very, very, very quickly. Um and so that's it's it's very messy. <laughs> um yeah, so com compile that with like Sailor V's original iteration, like a multiverse would allow for that writer to say, hey, I really liked this version and I would like for her to kind of exist again for a second. I mean, mm -hmm. if Naoko was still writing that story, you know, she could technically, they, they could technically come out with a special Sailor Moon movie where like a different version of Sailor Venus, who was still that crime fighting hero who never joined up with the scouts, maybe they don't exist in her universe, was still doing mm -hmm. her thing and she gets to meet the Venus that, you know, most fans have come to know. Um, mm -hmm. who's who's the sailor senshi of love and everything so it's just you get to see these really cool interactions with a multiverse that you wouldn't you wouldn't normally get to and um i think that's another reason why it's going to be on the rise it just allows for a lot of like as we both said a lot of creativity that you, yeah. you don't normally get um and i think marvel especially is going to be a big proponent i think the fact that dragon ball z <laughs> it's such a major part of their storyline right now is a pretty big sign that multiverses are here to stay and they're only going to get bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. Do you have anything else to add? We've been going at it here for, I think, about an hour. <laughs> yeah, hour and five minutes, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty fantastic um, of us, if I do say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think it proves the whole geek philosophy idea that we had works. <laughs> oh, okay. Thorne says, for writers looking to make a multiverse story, it's super important to keep track of the laws of each universe. It's very easy to lose track of things and break your own story when dealing with multiverse. Absolutely, 100%. I've got um two two stories that I'm writing simultaneously. Well, three, actually. But two, they're, two of them are in one universe and another is in another universe. And, um, yeah they're they're very it helps if they're very similar but maybe you have a couple of things that are different but uh, i keep notes on on everything i am definitely what the nanorimos call a a planner and not a pantser <laughs> i don't think you can be with a multiverse so yeah uh, my my response to that is to have no rules yeah i highly recommend um <laughs> um notion uh but but you know standard notebooks are good too uh i mm. use scrivener um and i also really like world anvil so if you like building worlds and multiverses uh all those are are really great note keeping things but you know your standard google doc is fine too so yeah um all right we should do some shameless self-promotion and then uh, get off our soapbox what do you say mm -hmm. yep sure Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So uh, I am Kit Rowe. You can find me on kitrowe.com, K-I-T-R-O-E dot C-O-M. 
um, in case you need that spelled out, <laughs> um, right here on Twitch. Uh, we have a YouTube channel where I post this stuff. It, it doesn't have a custom URL, but if you if you search for 32, like the number 32, BitBards, you'll find us there. Um, we also have a Twitter that I have not been promoting nearly as much as I should, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think that's it for me. Oh, also I have my own personal Twitter, which is just K-I-T underscore R-O-E. So you, you can find me on Twitter under that. I have an Instagram, but you can find that on my website. Anything you want to find out about me and our podcast, just, just go to my website, K-I-T-R-O-E dot C-O-M. So. All right, your turn, Ribbon. Shoot. Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitter, Instagram, and DeviantArt, all with Ribbon Daniel. Yep, with the, uh, you know, I spelled it wrong in our in our little banner. I'm gonna have to fix that. It's with a yeah, Y. Yeah, R I V R I V Y N. Y N. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, thank you, Thorn. I uh, we're supposed uh, to have another one of these every. We're gonna try and do this every Wednesday. Next week is gonna be another Geek Philosophy episode. Our Geek Philosophy episodes are just, as I said earlier in the stream, you might not have been here for it. Um, it's pretty random. We just we, we pull a topic from a hat and uh, we just talk about it on the fly. So, um, for all we know, next week it could be about uh, Batman choosing not to kill in Gotham. <laughs> so that's one of <laughs> one of the ones on our list. Uh, I, I'm hoping we pull out eventually. But uh, after that, I'm not sure. Uh, I know I have a ton of research to do. So um, mm -hmm. yeah. One of, one of the things on our on our schedule is, is to talk about gargoyles. So <laughs> hi, Mukia. Wow. A well, writing listen, spelling listen Mukia, you don't need <laughs> to point out our failings. We know oh. where we failed. Ugh. Ugh. Did I misspell something? No. She's just messing with me. You misspelled my name. You just oh. said so. Well, that's okay. It's not my fault that you decided to change it only a couple of years ago, and I'm just too stubborn. Actually, that might be my more fault. More than a couple of years ago. Shh. You All just right. refused to accept it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I do too. That's what spell check is for. So. <laughs> All right. Well, lovely people, I have had a great night. I'm going to miss all of you, and I will see you next Wednesday. You say goodnight, Riven? Good night. <laughs> you guys have a great night, and uh, thanks for, for joining and subbing and following, and uh, we look forward to your company next Wednesday around 8.30 Eastern. Bye! Bye-bye. <laughs>